Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party in Apex Legends podcast, hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co-host, Henry. Henry, how you doing, man? Doing really well, Shay. I'm excited for this episode. This is a, a fun one for me. Yeah, this is a this is a cool one. This is a really fun one. Today we are taking a look at ranked and every change over the last year or so to discover what happened and maybe how could ranked be saved. Something we've been asked about a lot as of late and is a hot topic of debate right now in the Apex universe. We're going to try and tackle those questions. Before we do it, though, if you want to make sure you get a question answered, please leave it in the form of a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or ask it in our Discord channel meant for questions. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Kirkwood and at HP Burrison. Links for those are in the description below. If you want to support the third party and our entire team to make this podcast happen, please consider supporting our Patreon. The link for that is also in the description. Get some awesome benefits, entry to our private lobby tournaments, merch, replica weapons, mm-hmm. bunch of fun stuff, not to mention just more content, yeah. you know. Bonus episodes, discussion episodes, it's a lot of fun over there. Well, let's do it. Let's dive right into Ranked. I mean, it is a hot topic right now, uh, Ranked as a whole. Uh, how it's working, why it's working, is it not working? We haven't really heard from the developer team that much about things, so people are really, there's a lot of, I guess, speculation is what I will say out there about things. So um, took the time. Dove really deep into it. Henry grabbed all the numbers he could possibly find on the history of Ranked and where we're at now, what changes have occurred. And I think this is going to be a really cool, insightful episode for people to hear about why has Ranked changed lately? And why do you keep hearing content creators talk about Ranked? Yeah, I mean, to kick it off, and we'll probably circle back to this at the end, Mm -hmm. we both believe that Ranked is still fun and an enjoyable experience but on a recent episode we also kind of proved that something's off something is wrong there shouldn't be you know this this many master players out of nowhere you know there shouldn't be these this rp gain happening something is off why is it off what went down Mm -hmm. and the big question for us is it seems like we've tried both approaches we've tried balancing rank to be more kill focused and then we tried to make it more placement focused and what triggered that what happened what what was the result why are we here and what's the correct way to balance ranked the only way we're going to be able to figure that out is to look backwards in order to get forward yep. so on this episode we're not going to look all the way back to the very beginning of ranked with the elite q mode uh, but we will look back at about the last year or so. The best um, rank system that was out there. Elite that's Q. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Um, but we're just focusing on ranked Battle Royale for Apex. Um, and kind of the most recent numbers we're going to look at is Season 7. So in Season 7, we got an official report from Respawn mm-hmm. with the population numbers about ranked distributions. And... Essentially, the brief overview, we're not going to do this for every season, but 16% of players were in bronze, 23% were in silver, 32% were in gold, 23% were in platinum, 4.37% were in diamond, and then combined across masters and predator was 0.2% of the ranked 
player base. Mm-hmm. And combine Masters and Preds because 750 people is such a small percentile of the actual people. So that's the best way yeah. to look at it for the most part. Exactly. Um, and then the official kind of report from the team on Apex Legends was in season seven, we saw higher player counts and more play time than previous seasons. Mm-hmm. This resulted in a healthy spread of players across all ranked tiers with a notable increase to the population in platinum and higher tiers. We're seeing ranked matches take, taking between 30 and 40% of all games played, depending on time of day, region, limited time, availability, and time since the last reset. Now, a couple notable things. You know, they admit here that in season seven, there were big upticks on the top end of ranked. Most notably, from season six, the diamond population more than doubled. Mm-hmm. Huge jump. Um, that, you know, wasn't really pointed out to be an issue because it went on to say one of their goals going into season eight was to number one, create a healthier top end in Diamond Plus. And I, I want to read this one again because I think this is an important goal yeah, do it. To, to flesh out. They wanted to do this because Diamond, Master, and Predators are reserved for the best of the best. We don't want to change that. But we do want these players competing against more players of similar skill more often. Yes. 100% mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. It went on to say, in previous seasons, the player pool in Diamond Plus was too small to consistently provide fair matches. So we aim to improve this by providing more opportunities for good players to earn RP. This speaks directly to Shay in my experience. Mm -hmm. Cracking into Diamond and instantly being in Pred lobbies. Not fun. You can't gain more because you're not playing against Diamond players. You're just not. And that can be really frustrating in a ranked experience where you're signing up to play against Diamond. Yeah. And the population just like statistically wasn't there to allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. So that is a goal that I think we, given our experience mm-hmm. uh, prior to this season, we're all about. Yeah. I mean, putting people in more balanced lobbies is the end goal. I think the mm-hmm. funny question we tackled with for so long when we didn't really understand and I understand, but the size of the Apex player base was still growing. For a long time, we had concerns about, you know, playlist size. Like, can you get balanced lobbies? Like, and that's kind of this question that maybe we'll circle back on of, does it matter what tier people are in or the number of people in their tier if the skill gap within that tier can still be very wide? Like, that's that's kind of where... That idea to me first started is with this goal when we talked about putting Diamond Masters and Predators all kind of, not together, but helping those lobbies. Can you help those lobbies by just changing, you know, how the distribution, how the distribution works essentially? Yeah. 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 It's a big question and they're going to try to answer yeah, it. they are. Um, mm-hmm. The other goal, the other major goal was to improve match quality for ranked matches. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good for everybody. You know, what that means is they want to tighten things up to make sure that you're playing against people in your rank. You're not deviating so much. Um, super important for everybody. Now, changes going into season eight were a laundry list. They really did a lot a big of big season. changes. Mm-hmm. We'll go through them. So there was six changes. RP rewards begin at 
13th place instead of 10th place. Big change. Kills, assists, count raised from 5 kill points up to 6 points. 20% increase in you know, the base amount of points you can get from kills in ranked. Then assist threshold increased from 7.5 seconds to 10 seconds. A 33% increase in the window of opportunity to gain an assist off a kill. Big change, honestly. This was kind of one that at the time we thought that was going to make a big difference mm-hmm. just on team, team RP and just getting everybody up a lot higher. Then this was the season that they increased the population size of Apex Predator from 500 up to 750 players per platform. Mm-hmm. This blew our mind at the time, and rightfully so. This was a 50% increase in the number of Predators in ranked Apex. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a massive shift. You know, It's only a small, tiny little handful of players, um, but this is a major step to try to create matchmaking that has people playing of similar skill, making yeah. sure the Preds are playing against each other. I'm still so pissed about it because 750 is such an odd number. Like a thousand mm-hmm. would sound so much better. I, I stand by that 100%. We should have a thousand Preds. It would be it sound way cooler. But like, I agree. The changes are just crazy. <laughs> like, you rattled that yeah. list off. It's to me, like, in summary, it's like we created more opportunity to increase to get RP in the game. Yep. Like, Easier slash more opportunity, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Absolutely. That was the goal, and these changes really informed that goal. The other kind of less tangible changes were they tightened the matchmaking for below diamond. Mm-hmm. So to try to make that separation a lot more clear, which is interesting because if you want to in- increase the size of diamond, that means you need to pull up people from plat. Um, but they definitely made it clear in these changes that they want there to be a divide. Yeah. The diamond and up is a different caliber, um, and probably rightfully so. The other change that they did was they brought back the ranked reward of the skydive trail. The Major incentive. Yeah. Major incentive. Um, we're, as these changes come out season to season throughout this episode, we're going to put them through a, a point gain example. Mm-hmm. Um, so of the season that they made the changes compared to the previous season what would the rp gain be if you were in gold and you got the following like results yeah, in a match yeah. 13th place and two kill points seventh place and three kill points and then a win with seven kill points um obviously you're not going to be getting points off all seven but as we get through this that'll be a point where we can compare so in season seven, if you got 13th place with two kill points, you went down four points if you were in gold. In season eight, you would get plus one mm-hmm. points uh, for getting this exact same placement. So helping out you know, a little bit lower into the game with that 13th place, getting some placement points, definitely moved that needle just a little bit by five points. Then if you got seventh place with three KP in season seven, you got plus 32. No change in season eight. Exactly the same. So in that middle performance, really not a big change unless you were getting just more assists in general mm-hmm. based off that change of the threshold. Then if you got a win with seven kill points in season seven, you get 201 points in gold. In season eight, you got 226 points. 
in gold. Now, pretty close, honestly, mm-hmm. but we're going to see throughout this history, all these changes kind of compound onto each other. And having a 12% additional RP off of a, a max win it is a pretty big deal because when you think about it in the grand scheme of things, maybe it takes you 500 games to go from bronze uh, to diamond, yeah. for example. If you're getting 12% more points, mm-hmm. that's going to mean you know 50 less games, mm-hmm. perhaps, um, in order to make that jump. So it, it does kind of matter when we see these 10% changes in points. And that's something we're guilty of, I think. You know, you and I mm-hmm. looking at the numbers when they actually make the changes and being like, oh yeah, you know, 10%, 15%, like that's not a big deal. But yeah, when you think about it in the grand scheme of things on a larger scale, which is how we should look at and perceive ranked because nobody that's frustrated by ranked is playing ranked at a small scale. They're playing ranked primarily. You're talking about playing, you know, 500, 1,000 games of ranked yeah. and yeah. A 10 to 15% change over the course of all those games does definitely shift things in a different direction, even if they seem minor on a game to game basis, which yeah. is not something I know I personally didn't give enough credit to when we've kind of looked at these changes as they've uh, come across in the past. Totally. Um, so these changes were sweeping. Mm-hmm. You know, I think probably the most substantial change to the current ranked system uh, to date happened in season eight that's kind of when a lot of things were changed in order to see could we make the matchmaking for diamond players better mm-hmm. um was a pretty clear focus and then also tighten up the matchmaking quality for everybody below that yep. season nine we got the report uh, on kind of what were the results and the big takeaways were platinum and diamond stayed about the same mm-hmm. um Platinum went up by about 13% relative in change, and then Diamond went up by 34% in relative change. Still small populations at the top. Mm-hmm. But kind of the big thing was that Masters took a huge jump. Yep. It almost doubled from season seven to season eight. Um, and that can probably be attributed to these changes on assists and mm-hmm. then that max KP off of a win. Now, Respawn's official statement on how did season eight go was the following. We're seeing a healthy trend of players achieving higher ranks and pushing personal bests. This influx of players at the high end has improved match quality and quantity by giving us a larger pool of players to fill matches with. As a result, we saw fewer matches that needed to pull players from different ranks to fill lobbies. Wonderful. In fact, season eight has been our most successful ranked season yet with some days nearing 50% of all matches being played in ranked, depending on time of day and region. Not only that, but we saw a huge upturn in players returning in the second split to continue their ranked journey. Mm-hmm. Player really retention. good stuff. Mm-hmm. Player retention counts. We mm-hmm. know that's a big deal for free-to-play games. Definitely is the case for Apex. I think that second split returning is the dive trails. You know, that's a big yep. reason why people want to continue playing in order to hit that goal. Mm-hmm. These results are very substantial. Um, going into uh, this current season of season nine, based off when they made this report, mm-hmm. they had the goals um, that were pretty much informed by the fact that the changes they made in season eight were received positively by the player base. Yeah. Um, going into season nine, they wanted to open up dive trails as a reward 
to Diamond players. Huge, big deal. Yep. So much hype, yep. definitely for Shay and I. We were excited, yeah. Very excited. Like, this is the reason that, you know, he probably play ranked uh, for some reason. Mm-hmm. And they also mentioned that despite Masters nearly doubling in the season, and they increased, you know, the Apex Predator population by 50%, they still believe that Masters and Apex Predators are incredibly competitive ranked Mm -hmm. populations. So that's good. And that's an interesting concept. Like, that is an interesting concept right there Mm -hmm. of saying that, hey, you can increase the number of players in a ranked and it still be competitive. Like, not having to pull people from other ranks to fill lobbies because we have more people in all those ranks is healthier. Even though probably potentially seeing a similar player distribution in terms of like who is playing with each other like we don't have that kind of data obviously but that was an interesting concept to me at least to look at but you look at it they say it's a success and this was a pretty happy season for people as well which is i think kind of like the sign of things are Things are pretty solid. Like nobody was outcried that hey, there's all these extra preds or all these extra masters that were playing against. People were pretty content, I would say, with ranked. Absolutely. Um, you know, at this time there was like I remember uh iLoot Games came out with a video talking about there are so many more masters yeah. this season. What happened? Is ranked broken? Is this good or bad? Um, at the time, you know, retroactively things are a little bit different but mm-hmm. this was perceived these changes were felt but the impact was overall positive mm-hmm. um but what's interesting to think about with all of these is that like you said jay the players didn't change in skill mm-hmm. this is a category change yeah and i think that in this situation where we saw an uptick in masters players you would rather have more more platinum players become diamond so that more diamond players played against Apex Predators mm-hmm. than pull up a platinum player yep. to play against Apex Predators. It's the same player. Yeah. It's the same But everybody's player, feeling but better mentally. You feel a heck of a lot better yep. when you've reached diamond so that you're okay to be pushed a little bit more. It's mm-hmm. not fun to be pushed when you feel like you don't deserve it. Totally. And so if you're made to believe that you deserve it, then it makes everything a lot easier. And that's really what this comes down to. I know. To. And as it's weird the, as that it, is. It's slightly corrupt, like honestly, like yeah. when we look at it. But that is the goal of the game is how do we keep people to continue to play and how do we keep people happy without frustrating our top end players that are very outspoken about the game that do influence lower level players. It's a tightrope. Totally. It's a hard it really tightrope. Um, but yeah, before we get into the double digit seasons and keep this thing rolling, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertiser, your ISP, and other prying eyes. And that's why we use IPVanish, VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. I love being a ghost. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. 
whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan to our listeners with a free 30-day money-back guarantee. So that's just like getting nine months free. It's super easy to use too. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com-apex and use promotional code APEX and claim 70% savings on your deal. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H.com. Dash Apex. Welcome back. Talk to me about season 10. Yeah, so season 10, uh, you know, normally we would get a report uh, on what happened the previous season. We would get the rank distributions. We did not get that in season 10. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe one of the reasons being that ranked arenas was revealed. And this was kind of where all the focus was at the time. Um, The other thing to kind of point out in that ranked uh, season nine was that Bloodhound lost the ability to receive assists and KP mm-hmm. from scans. Um, we felt like this was going to be pretty impactful yep. just because up until that point, Bloodhound was a must pick. Uh, it was easy. The, yeah. It was pretty easy to do. The intention here was it seemed at the time to decrease the popularity of Bloodhound. That was the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, that goal was not achieved because now we're sitting at season 12 and still third most popular legend in the game is yep. Bloodhound, but it probably did accomplish the the fact that, you know, you were able to get that easy KP. And what we mean by that is the person is one shot and you scan them just to get that last minute KP. It's not actually informing or helping the mm-hmm. team. It's just, you know, you're pressing a button and getting a free kill. And, and we both did it. 100%. Totally. So it's like, Had to. It, it, it was a no brainer. Like, especially if you're solo queuing. If you're solo queuing, Bloodhound was the easiest pick of all time during that mm-hmm. time frame for ranked. But moving on, because really nothing happened yeah. in season 10 unless it changed and we didn't get any data to report on. Season 11, maybe things didn't get better, but at least something happened. Mm-hmm. We didn't, for the first time, get a dev stream um, that went over the results and kind of talked about what are the goals and changes mm-hmm. this season. Very disappointing to us. Um, and the ranked report that we got for season 10 is the following. Ranked continues to attract a large portion of players, around 40% of all playtime. But this doesn't mean we can't look to make improvements. I'm just going to stop right there. Um, <laughs> that's interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, To not give a report on distribution now two seasons in a row, mm-hmm. and to say ranked is going really well, but we're not going to show you anything about it. We're just going to change some stuff mm-hmm. because there's always room to improve. Yeah. But no specific goals mm-hmm. or reasons mm-hmm. or data publicly available to say that's why they're doing that. And we have been proponents of mix things up to mix things up mm-hmm. in Apex yeah. for sure, 100%. Messing with the ranked structure that people are used to is probably where we personally draw the line in terms of give an explanation of why. Like, mm-hmm. we'd love to hear about why you're messing with Legends, but we can always assume that you're messing with Legends or care packages to keep things fresh. And it's there's so many options at such a small scale that it doesn't really matter. When you mess with the only way people can play Apex competitively that aren't pros, 
it's going to impact a lot of people. And so we need to know why, essentially. Yeah. It's strange. And mm-hmm. I think it, it's more so strange that it happened so covertly. Yeah. No dev stream, no face mm-hmm. to it. Just we're going to make these changes. But let's go into what they actually did. The first thing was quite interesting. Um, and I think it's probably a positive. They made it so that the base KP value is now based off of what ranked mm-hmm. that enemy was. So if you killed someone who was two ranks higher than you, you would be rewarded, rewarded. pretty dang mm-hmm. significantly for that, um, which is good. You know, If the matchmaking can't save you, we're going to have a system in place mm-hmm. that will reward you for playing against people higher than your skill level. And the reason that is important besides you know, maybe having a faulty matchmaking system is what if I'm gold and Shay is mm-hmm. in plat and I want to play with him? I'm going to be playing against all platinum players. Yep. But if I do well, I'm going to gain more RP than Shay yep. because I'm a rank below, which makes a lot of good sense. Mm-hmm. You want the people that are playing together to be in the same category mm-hmm. in ranked. And this is a great way to do that. And, and this is also awesome because this is what happens in Every single first-person shooter is ranked just in the background covertly. So seeing it actually applied to numbers like in person was really cool to us at the time. And we thought this was an awesome way to look at ranked. And like you said, it made a ton of sense in every way, shape, and form. The next big change was that the kill point cap increased from 6 to 7. Big time change. Um... But this also kind of came along with a whole new system of calculating rank points. Um, Now, instead of a multiplier on kills and assists, you got a bonus, which is quite interesting. Um, So normally you would get 10 uh, kill points per kill. I don't know why that kind of felt weird to say. It tripped you up for a second, Um, yeah. (laughs) But then you would get a multiplier on that. Now you're getting a bonus to that base value. So if you were at 10th place, uh, you would get plus two uh, KP on that 10. So it'd be 12 instead of 10. Mm -hmm. And then if you got first, it would be a bonus plus 15 to Mm -hmm. the base. So 25 points per kill point. Um, In addition to your tier difference stuff. That, like, Which is, yeah, there was a lot going on. So, very complicated changes that at the time are, are were difficult to grasp. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, pretty much where we're at in the current system as well. It's convoluted um, because the result of this is practically the same as the current rank system. This whole change from multiplier to bonus is purely to accommodate the tier difference mm-hmm. value. Yeah. That's the whole point because. At the end of the day, if you were to just play against people in your exact skill level, mm-hmm. you'd be getting the same amount of RP as before yeah. uh, with this system. And then within this, they changed the max KP that you could get in a game mm-hmm. from uh, up to 175 kill points. Um, we also got this note from these changes. Placement is still paramount. You still must place first to have a chance at max total rp this was an interesting change because Mm -hmm. they kind of they made it so you could gain more points earlier by increasing the cap on Mm -hmm. kills and then making the tier changes 
but they capped the kill points so that you still had to get a win in order to get the maximum amount of points per game. Mm-hmm. So I went through the example really quick. Season 10 to now season 11. If you had 13th place with two kill points, no change. You were going to get plus one. If you got seventh and three kill points, no change. You're going to have plus 32 in gold. But if you got a win with seven kill points in season 10, you would have gotten plus 226 in gold. But in season 11, you're going to get 251. So another 11% bump in how much you're going to gain off the max KP. Mm -hmm. Trying to push the people that do well even higher, faster, is clearly the goal here. Now the impact. Now besides the KP bonus for kills above your ranked and kind of penalty for below, kills were given a larger priority based off this system. In order to gain maximum RP per game, you had to get one additional kill point per win. Mm -hmm. So that in some ways, if you were... If you were playing positioning all day and you were like, oh, I'm going to get my KP at the end, no problem, you actually had to get more KP in order to max it out. Mm-hmm. But in Season 11, it is now possible to gain more RP with more kills and lower placement. Yeah. Massive, massive change. And where I think this comes the most clear is if you get a podium. Say you got third place and seven kills. You're fragging out, but we're not mm-hmm. really focused on the win. You go so You're hard maxed. that you die at third. Mm-hmm. In season 10, you would have gotten 136 points. In season 11, you got 156. 15% more points yeah. for that. So it's clear that the, the kills were definitely given the priority, mm-hmm. at least in my eyes, with these changes. Even though they were a bit convoluted, the impact on those high placements, high kills, was pretty f- profound. Mm-hmm. Totally. Now, Respawn then said, we're curious to see how these changes affect the ranked grind. Jump into Stormpoint this first split and let us know how you feel. Stay tuned. This is only the start of what we have in store for ranked improvements. Oh, thank goodness. It's only the start. I just love it. I mean, you said it's in a great place, but hey, this is only the start of all our changes. We're going to continue to change some things. uh, This is is where Henry and I just, we were like, oh man, this is just, the communication is bad. Like. And I'm be honest with you, if you're gonna change a rank system, you do it all at once. You don't do Probably. half of it now and then half of it later and balance it out. Just do it all at once. I assume part of your changes are gonna be reliant on the other changes. Like, but this was sweeping at the time. It made it so there. get more kills. You need to play a different way in Apex Legends. You know, placement's still important a little bit, but you you need to get max kills. You need to play more yeah. aggressive, and the really good players are going to feel more oppressive on the bad players, and the really good players are going to be able to keep climbing even further and even faster. And for the people yeah. that start in the halfway point of a split, where they say I don't play rank till the second half, well, all of a sudden they're going to climb even rapid, even more rapidly because they're getting all these bonuses for killing people of a different tier higher than them. Also, so like. There was just a lot that happened all at once in this split. A lot that happened, and even though there was no data that was public that mm-hmm. informed this decision, I can kind of get behind it. Totally. It makes totally. sense to push people that are performing really well higher. But I think at the end of the day, we're going to have to have a serious conversation. What is more skillful, getting more kills or getting more placement? Mm-hmm. And in season 11, there was a clear choice that you should be rewarded more so for kills for placement mm-hmm. even though there was the cap on the max you were more incentivized to play aggressive 
and not win the game mm-hmm. than to go all the way to win the game consistently. Yeah. And, and what is more skilled is a tough question, but I, I think even more the larger question is how do you want your game to be played? Now, that was, that's kind of what we're looking at with these changes because this is, you want ALGS or do you want glorified pubs? Like, that's kind of how you got to look at it in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a tough thing to say. That was definitely mentioned in Season 11. A lot of people felt like it was the latter. Mm-hmm. But if you thought Season 11 was crazy. Yeah, talk Season 12, season man. Season 12 <laughs> was nuts. I reacted so uh, impulsively to these changes. Number one, <laughs> There was no dev stream again. We didn't get a face to these changes. We had no, you know, talking head to it. Mm-hmm. And then we also didn't get any data or player distribution for ranked. But we did get a few sentences on how did season eleven go? Thank goodness. It's weird, Jay. <laughs> All right, this is what they said. In Apex Legends, the primary goal is to be the last legend standing, and racking up kills is the vehicle to get you there. Last season, we made changes that opened up flexibility by compensating players with high kill counts that didn't necessarily place first. True. We like this flexibility. But after observing the pacing of high-level ranked games, we saw players were focused on seeking out kills a little too much. Players that focus on fighting for higher placement and team play should be more faithfully awarded. We did this. We didn't like it. We're going to go walk up back a little bit. But we actually yeah. did like it a little bit still at the same time. That's It just seems so weird. And the reason that it's strange to us is you purposely moved the dial to kills. We didn't know why that was the case. Mm-hmm. Now you say, that's not good. We want people to play placement. Let's walk it back. Then why do we make the change in the first place mm-hmm. if we didn't want to incentivize people to get more kills? And why do we make you such incent- a drastic them- change? Like, yeah, you you rocked the boat and you said you should get rewarded for more kills, and then they came back and said the opposite. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be getting kills. It's mm-hmm. all about team play and placement. Well, that's not what your ranked system change incentivized yeah. at all. So it just major mixed messages here. What they did Fine. to walk Tell it back. about the smoking gun, Henry. Get there. It's so interesting. It's very exciting. Yeah. So this season, season 12, they decreased the max KP from 175 to 125. A 30% decrease in the amount of points that you can get from kills and assists. Big change. Then they increased placement, RP, and kill point bonuses in the top five. Be top five. That's what they said. Be top they, five. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they didn't come out right and say that specifically, but looking at how they changed the distributions, that's what you can gather. Mm-hmm. That that's exactly what they did. Now, example of this, same as before, we're going to look at you know the change. If you mm-hmm. got 13th with 2KP, no change. Season 11 and season 12, you got one in gold. And seventh with three kill points. In season 11, you got 32 points in gold. In season 12, you only got plus 29, so a 10% decrease in the mm-hmm. amount of points you were going to get with that result. Then if you got a win in seven kill points, in season 11, you'd get 251 points. In season 12, you'd only get 226, so a 10% decrease across our example. So how are we Pretty breaking clear. records yeah, if everything's we're going down? down. Yeah. yeah, it's very strange because you kind of you brought down the kill point value mm-hmm. for these specific situations bottom no change middle 
you know, a little bit harder to gain and at the top, harder to gain. But that really wasn't the focus of the changes. The actual in- impact was the max RP is achievable with five kill points and a first place. So you could get less kills and still mm-hmm. max out your kill points. You're going to gain, if you just get wins, you're going to gain points slower in this season from last season, mm-hmm. but made it a little easier, I guess. Yeah. To look at some more examples <laughs> this is where things get interesting if you got third place with seven kills in season 11 you'd get 156 in season 12 you get 171 10 mm-hmm. percent more so third place with a ton of kills you're gonna get more points mm-hmm. seems kind of like the opposite of what they wanted mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but that's interesting now third place with five kills Still a lot of kills, but not as much. Um, you would have gotten 116 in season 11. And in season 12, you're going to get 136. 17% more mm-hmm. than in the previous season. So placement you know, is mattering a lot <laughs> um, here. And the difference between the season based off of the multiplier changes is pretty drastic. But if you got third place with just a single kill in season 11, you got plus 36. In season 12, you got plus 64. Massive, <sighs> massive change um, in you know, how much you're able to gain through ratting in ranked. The result is that placement became far more valuable in season 12. Mm-hmm. And that getting top five went from plus 30 RP to plus 45. So the difference between being in sixth place and fifth place Mm -hmm. was pretty insane with the same exact kill point bonus as before. Mm -hmm. Now, this is kind of the the argument that ratting in ranked is massively more rewarding. And it's kind of easy to rat in Apex is the big argument right now that anybody could grind in ranked you don't have to get kills. All you have to do is get placement. And, and, and in this specific situation, mm-hmm. that is clearly true. Yeah. That if you don't get very much KP at all and you're able to get third, compared to last season, you're gaining 77% mm-hmm. more points per match. And that is significant. We, we talked to 10, 15% being a difference. Now we're talking about 77% being a difference. And yeah, I think when you say ratting in Apex Legends, you normally think about one player, and that is totally something that happens as well. But you were getting teams that were ratting. There's teams that said, "There's no point. We just want third. Like we want to take one fight at the beginning of the game, and we want to get our placement then after that because the bonus is just so rewarding." And then I'm also gonna say you add that in with a Valk meta. I don't think during a season of ranked have I seen more. Hey, look at this cool rat spot I found that you can only get to with Valk because of her jetpack. Like ratting was just such a function. We were seeing videos of people going in, like hitting masters, hitting diamond with like no kills or like it's just this crazy stuff because there was just this raised floor on not being like, hey, I'm using, I'm gonna rat a game to break even and save myself. No, I'm gonna rat a game to still go up and to still continue to climb. And that's such an interesting function that was added in this season. Survival is, you know, the peak to be rewarded, you know, at Mm -hmm. that point. And it really, we say that, but the truth is, if you want to get a lot of 
RP, mm-hmm. win games with max KP. That's how you do it the most efficient way. Mm-hmm. But nobody's winning 100% of their games. So if you're incentivized to get placement over kills, you're going to take less risks. You're going to rat. You're going to do these things. And I think for a lot of players, this is strange. You think back to season eight, the goal is increase the population size of Diamond in order to make more fair matchmaking at the top, which will in turn pull less people from down below up to unfair matchmaking. So that's a great goal. We're going to do this by having people get more kills so that we reward people that are really good at the game to get them out faster. We're then going to do a random change uh, like three seasons later to inflate that even more but that's not doing enough okay kills are now worth a ton it's glorified pubs not good we're going to walk it back to not what it was in season eight stick with this interesting system that we're stuck with now because of the tier difference bonus but now we have a situation where placement is more valuable than it was a year ago and kind of did the opposite of what we wanted to do. We wanted to reward players for being really good and getting kills to get them out of ranks faster, but now we're rewarding players purely based off their survival placement, and you can be really successful in rank because of it. Not what they wanted to do in a very unfortunate like circumstance to be in. We do have a little bit of data from Split 1 of Season 12, and this is from Apex Legends status. Um, based off of 1.73 million ranked player inputted data. Um, this, the most recent data we've gotten from Respawn is from Season 8, so this is pretty out of date yeah. um, mm-hmm. in terms of a point of comparison. But the big thing would be is from Split 1 of Season 12 and the combined splits of Season 8, the Diamond population has doubled in the last year. And then... Within that, the Masters player base has almost doubled as well. Um, and so, you know, that's a rough estimate. Um, based off of population data that was gathered by ApexRank.com or iLoot Games, main contributor over there, um, Split 1 of Season 12 saw a 40% increase in the Master population on PC. Big uptick in Split 1. The question being, why? Is that the case? Mm-hmm. Why are we seeing this? Um, you know, RP records were hit in season seven by Lou. You know, hit hundred thousand RP. Mm-hmm. If that's not happening now, is there a real problem with how much people are gaining? Two weeks into split two of season twelve, right now, Predator is currently at twelve hundred or twelve thousand RP. Very mm-hmm. reasonable. The fact that Masters is at ten thousand. That seems like a pretty good place to be. Very, very early on. We'll see where it finishes. Um, the number one pred right now is at 38,000 RP. So nowhere near the record. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say pretty healthy. So it, it becomes interesting to see where is the problem? Mm-hmm. If, if something is broken, where can we point to it and say, this is bad? And, and I think part of that first, I think where people do point is in split one, they point to the floor of pred, essentially. Like, and that doesn't apply for a ton of people, but like I just threw into our show document, a guy simply Ashton, he's grinding on PC. He had 31,724 RP and was ranked 944. So he's not a pred at 30,000 RP. That's 20,000 more 
than what it takes to hit masters. Like that seems like I think when we start talking about is there there's like a floor to just gain RP because this is the weird thing of like a system has changed and now all of a sudden we have this crazy floor people are reaching of RP in Apex Legends. And I'm really interested to see how season two goes because I know that this was also one of the craziest finishes to a split as well, where the RP thing just kept getting raised and raised and raised in the last like week and a half, two weeks. It was just this crazy grind people were going through. It's really interesting to, I guess, just see how that works. (laughs) Yeah. So as we're experiencing that to be the case, what are the issues? Mm -hmm. You know, this is clearly... To what we, I mean, this could just be, you know, the loudest voice gets the most attention, but it's affecting top players. It's affecting yeah. the masters and yeah. the creds. Is it bad to increase the diamond and masters population? Is that bad for the game? Mm-hmm. Approximately 250 million active players last month. Um, if there's 120,000 masters, 100,000 masters instead of 80 mm-hmm. last season, does that mean anything? You know, uh, you know, currently only 0.04% of players hit masters. It's still very, very difficult Mm -hmm. to hit masters. So if you say it's so easy to hit masters, well, not nearly enough players are taking advantage of how easy it is Mm -hmm. based off the numbers. It appears that the rank system was drastically changed and the player distribution shifted at the top but it didn't really destroy the ranked integrity that people were still being pretty normally distributed Mm -hmm. across the ranks, not because there's no demotion. They're not distributed evenly throughout the sub ranks, but throughout the ranks, they are pretty Mm -hmm. normally distributed based off what we had in the last year of ranked. But it comes down to maybe it's not a problem if it's only affecting the top. And if you're doubling the size of masters, does that really matter? But how do you properly assess skill? Is Mm -hmm. this unfairly putting people into masters that have no right to be there? That's kind of the big question question. for a lot of people that care. Mm -hmm. Hard question. A couple ideas is that in any battle royale, it's a game that involves a lot of randomness. And surviving a match by any means possible should be an accomplishment. Um, And you can achieve that by different means. Bragging out, playing Watson, Mm -hmm. playing Wraith. Ratting it out. Like, you can do really anything you want. Mm-hmm. If you can get wins, if you can get a second place, you should be rewarded because that's what a battle royale is. There's so much randomness that just overcoming RNG and winning is a reward no matter how you get there. But a ranked system should, in my opinion, be a fair skill-based matchmaking system where players of similar skill play against each other in competitive matches. The goal is not to create a system where everyone can gain points if they put in the time. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not designed that way. And this is what it seems Season 12 eroded to in some ways, that if you just play, you can gain. You can gain, yeah. And, and that's not, in my opinion, that's not what a rank system should be. A rank system should not be a reward for whoever puts in the most time. And I think a lot of, there's a lot of masters out there, and, Here's what I'll say. Right now, there's a lot of masters out there that don't have the skill to hit pred. There's also a lot of masters out there that don't have the time to hit pred. Should they be not looked at in the same tier? Like, this is a different way than we've looked at ranked in previous games before. Like, you look at Call of Duty for so long, like CDL style stuff, where it's like, 
you play placement matches, you then get placed and then you climb a ladder and you don't have to log crazy hours to be in the top rank. You just have to be really good at the game. Is that how a rank system should work? Maybe. But there is a nice thing about rewarding, you know, the streamers and the grinders who are logging an incredible amount of hours as well. I don't know who you cater to and I don't know what the, you know, I guess perfect option is in the end. I would say that I lean more towards the if you're good at the game, you should be in the highest rank regardless of how long you play. That's also quite humbling and frustrating to people as well and requires a really, really smart matchmaking system that they have proven to not have by looking at ranked arenas. And so if that's even a possibility, as of now, probably not. So how do you go about fixing what we currently have is is another good question. It's also uh, an, an interesting point for Apex that it's probably the most team-centric battle royale totally, on totally. the market. Mm-hmm. So then how are you going to establish skill for individuals playing in a team where you do have to rely on each other's movements mm-hmm. and skill and abilities? It, it definitely adds a layer to it. And one of the downsides of that is can someone carry another player by being really good? Yeah. And if the case is that you're going to gain a lot of points from placement relative to past seasons and the answer to that is yes you're Mm -hmm. going to be able to get somebody to placement and they're going to gain faster than last season Mm -hmm. now so if we (laughs) kind of admit that maybe there's an issue Mm -hmm. that and can i throw in something real quick like do it there is an issue but by all means i don't think this issue means you shouldn't be proud of yourself and happy for hitting a PR this time around and hitting your personal best because where this change saw the most impact was the masters grinding for predator essentially you know that's who was frustrated by it that's who's kind of expressing complaints if this was your first time hitting diamond i'd say be proud of yourself if this is your first time hitting masters be proud of yourself like you did it in a different system i think than what people have been used to for the last couple of seasons but that doesn't mean it's bad in any way, shape, or form at all. And that's my opinion on things for sure. At the end of the day, you know, it's from a population level. The skill level of players did not increase substantially from last season to this season. Yes. And it never will. That's never going to... When we took it changing the rank system, the skill of the player is never going to all of a sudden no. improve. I think the skill of players has improved from you know, season 12 to season one, if we were like to compare those. But yeah, it's not like season 13, we're going to drop in all of a sudden, oh my God, everyone else is just so much better at this game than I am right now. Yeah. And at the beginning of this show, we kind of talked about, well, what should the priority of ranked be? Kills or placement? Mm -hmm. More so than that, a really good ranked mode is going to leave the player feeling like the players in their lobby were fairly in their skill. Totally. Pace. Mm-hmm. So if you felt that this season, you hit a PR, you had a good split, or whatever, then this is a, a good season. Mm-hmm. But this is actually very successful in terms of a healthy ranked system, because that should be the goal, not the philosophical debate, what's harder, getting a kill or getting a top 10. Yeah. More so, are we playing against players that we feel like we can compete against and we're not getting blown out by and mm-hmm. we're not blowing out? And That's if, the main goal. If you hit your PR and got to a new tier and then got blown out that's okay too 
you hit a new yeah. tier of players. Now you're going to have to learn to adjust to play with that tier of players as well, just like you did beforehand in every other tier you climbed. So yeah, I guess that's kind of where I'm standing on it. Just I wanted to throw that in there before we got into some kind of like uh, changes and solution ideas. Yeah, so solutions, maybe mm-hmm. look into the future. Um, I think a lesson this season was that there's no need to buff placement. Placement mm-hmm. has always been valuable. There was a point where we really invested points into kills. Yeah. You should probably in the future just nerf the amount of KP like yeah. factors into your total gain. Uh, a two-hit punch of buffing placement and nerfing kills leads to a drastic change, which mm-hmm. we experienced this season, for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. And you don't want drastic changes. I think you don't want drastic mm-hmm. changes unless the ends justify those means in this situation. If at the end of this season they say there was almost never a situation where uh, a platinum player was playing against an Apex Predator, then that's a win Mm -hmm. in my book. And so you're of the mind of like, don't buff placement, decrease kills, because decreasing kills in turn buffs placement. Because once you reach your max, the only way to then increase is to get placement. And so you do try and walk this best of both worlds tightrope. Yeah. But you you are essentially drifting away slightly from the chase down kills, get KP. That's how you climb. And I agree with you. If and just turn being up, up front. <laughs> the way I see it, back in the day, you could only have five kills. Mm-hmm. Now you can have more. Yeah. And so kills have already been buffed enough. And this season, reducing the amount of kills that can be attributed to your KP by 30%, yeah. that's enough. We should have just left it at that. Yeah. But instead, there were massive changes to the placement points that you get in the top five. Yep. That's what threw everything out of whack. Mm. It was the hitting it from two sides in order to randomly swing in season 11 to kills are a huge priority and then swing on the other side and say no placement is a huge priority leaves the player base extremely confused Mm -hmm. did i deserve this rank this season because we kind of just did a 360 on what's important in the game why did we do that why didn't we just walk back what you did it's weird it's weird talk to me about the big one demotion that is the hot topic and I'm so fascinated to see if they do it. But what what do you think about devotion? So the idea of demotion, again, to think about it in terms of the top players, which honestly is not what we love to do on this show. Mm-hmm. But the issue being, once you hit masters, if you don't have the time to get the massive amount of RP required to be an Apex Predator, yeah. you are going to play not smart, try to grief, try to abuse people that are in the top echelons of the rank. And that's the extreme. But even Mm -hmm. more realistic, it's just the idea of you're not going to try to climb anymore. You already got your reward. You already got your reward. and Even in gold. If you don't think you're going to get to platinum, well, why am I going to take these games seriously? Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And demotion is the the theory to fix that, Mm -hmm. essentially. (laughs) As soon as you hit a rank, if you're just stuck there, at gold four, maybe it's the fact that people are happy with that and they stop playing ranked entirely. Yeah. But we see a major uh, distribution of at every rank at the fourth slot, silver four, gold four, plat four, we see huge buckets of players that are just stuck there. 
that is not really good. I mean, a lot of players say, oh, you're hard stuck, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 as an insult, but that's not great. You don't want people to be stagnant and stuck in a rank yeah. because then they're tearing everybody above them down. Mm-hmm. And so for everybody that's trying to get out of that rank, they're now hindered by a player who has no reason to actually play competitive in a ranked mode, which is a major problem. Yeah. If you had demotion and you could be from Masters down to Diamond, that is probably good for matchmaking in mm-hmm. general. But I think the first question, so maybe we can talk about that, but the big question I feel like is a really good follow-up is if you hit Diamond and then you're demoted to Gold because you just can't hang in mm-hmm. Diamond, do you still get the dive trail for Diamond? I, so that's an interesting question. I don't think you do, but here's my theory. I think the demotion, and just so you guys know, demotion is very common in rank systems around. Like it is, this would not be this new groundbreaking idea that Apex is pioneering. This would be like Apex is leaning into what a lot of other proven rank systems have done. But take that person for example. If everything is structured as it should be and as it's pitched, if you hit platinum and then you get demoted to gold because of the fact that you were essentially struggling in platinum and you just couldn't, in theory, when you go back to gold, you should be able to play a game or two, a session, and get right back into platinum. Like, I think that's the theory. In the theory, in yeah. theory is that like, yeah, you get demoted, but that demotion causes you to continue to play seriously so you can at least get back up to and if you are hard stuck plat four you can at least finish in plat four and then kind of call it quits to get your reward or diamond whatever we want to say and i think the reason that we haven't seen demotion in apex is that some developers multiple have been pretty adamant totally demotion is not fun Mm -hmm. people will not enjoy that if they say oh i got to gold for the first time and they keep playing ranked and they fall out of it and they lose their badge because of it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very disappointed. Very angry. I hit gold, but I'm not going to be rewarded as such. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not fair. And maybe it raises questions on the matchmaking. Yeah. Well, wow. I mean, there's a huge difference. Or I was not playing the right people in my rank before. Mm-hmm. So what am I? It becomes a kind of a problem that turns back on the developers. Yeah. Um, I think there's oh, there's also but, the question with demotion of does it get harder though to get back into that next tier if everyone else mm-hmm. that's also at your level is getting demoted. My stance on it is this. Okay. If you have demotion, ranked is going to be way more competitive. Yeah. It is going to be a lot more harder and or a lot harder. A lot more harder. And <laughs> Whatever the system is, whatever the kill point, placement mm-hmm, point mm-hmm. is, is going to be put under way more stress totally. if you do that. Just the system is going to crack where it's weak, and that, that's a risk. But, so it, it would be stressful for the environment. It yeah. would make it more competitive. It would probably make the matchmaking more fair in the long run. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's a huge shift mm-hmm. to ranked. And is that cost worth it mm-hmm. for the players to have long run better matchmaking? Yeah. 
But something that you mentioned was this is going to make people play more. Yeah, it is. And if that is the case, if making ranked significantly harder is good for the game, I'd say probably worth a shot. Like, demotion, probably worth a shot at the end of the day. Here's my stance on demotion. And I've changed my opinion on it since first thinking about it. Because I think I told you early on I didn't want demotion. It's unfair. I think, for all the reasons we talked about, though, demotion would be good for the game and the lobbies. Maybe it's not great for the individual player, but I think there's a lot of people out there that it will be beneficial for. I think if you do demotion, though, like you said, it increases the competitiveness. If you're going to increase the competitiveness, I need Apex to increase the reward of ranked as well. I need there to be more of a reason to continue to play and to continue to grind outside of dive trails and badges and weapon charms. Maybe this is, and you can chime in on this as well. That's my opinion, though. But I think that that's one prong that needs to be fixed. And there's a second thing also, but let me finish this first thing. I think by having a higher reward for the player as well, there is more incentive to continue to play competitively. And while there might be more frustration, it still feels worthwhile and rewarding when everything does pay off. And hopefully it does pay off and work as expected and people should finish where they should because they, if you're in plat four and you get demoted to gold one, you can get back to plat four if that's where you want to finish. But I think because of all the struggles you've gone through, I think we should have something else. You should have a skin maybe for a legend, for your favorite legend or something. That's a platinum skin legend i'm i'm throwing ideas out here right now or i think you'd go reward people with crafting based off of where they finish reward people with apex coins based off of where they finished uh keep people more engaged and give them a reason to play same way we do with the battle pass and encourage people to play but i also will say i don't think demotion fixes the problem for the people that are saying demotion will be the fix And what I mean by that is it's the top preds and the high-level masters that are the ones saying demotion, demotion, demotion. That's the way to go. I don't think demotion changes anything about masters and pred lobbies because you still get to masters and then there's no reason to play masters because you're not going to get to pred still because the entire rank system is predicated on time spent. If the goal of demotion is to make people get to masters and then stop playing ranked then yeah you've accomplished your goal Mm -hmm. but i think that's not what you want people to do you want people to continue to play so okay you add masters well i think you need to if the if the gap is still going to be twenty thousand rp even if it's ten thousand rp there needs to be another tier potentially of something else after masters in theory before you get to that's a predator solution yes and that's so i think those are like the two things make the rewards more worthwhile and potentially add another tier after Masters if the gap between Master and Pred yeah. still proves to be so large. Well, on this show, <laughs> we are not going to advocate for something that makes life easier for Apex Predators. What yes. is the point of that? 100%. And off your point, yes, demotion makes it easier for the Apex Predators because, number one, players are not changing. Mm-hmm. The players are not changing mm-hmm. at all. So if you demote a Master, who threw a game and just chased the dive trail off of Pred yeah. and died and then got demoted, guess what? Now Diamond players are going to be playing against Predators. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then 
the whole rank is then subject to it and you mm-hmm. have easier matchmaking for apex predators that becomes a problem mm-hmm. and i understand kind of the nuances of well then masters are going to play a little bit more uh smart they're not going to chase dive trails they're yeah. not going to do that mm-hmm. but the fact remains that if there is demotion in place with our current system overnight you would see easier matchmaking for apex predators mm-hmm. just because there isn't enough uh masters then to the field lobbies yeah it just isn't yeah it's it's interesting essentially but i think i think the, the potential pros outweigh some of those cons if everything works in theory i'm willing to give it a try or i'm willing to yeah. see how it works on apex mobile but i still do stand with my caveats of make the rewards more worthwhile if we're going to put people through more of an intense match system essentially and I'm such a traditionalist that I just say reset to what it was yeah. in season eight mm-hmm. and give us the numbers of distribution in season 10 mm-hmm. so that we can see did something change yeah. out of nowhere? Did mm-hmm. the player base shift in how they play ranked or not? Because it seems like season 12 and season 11 have been sweeping changes and we don't know why and we don't really know what the impact has been. On the real numbers. Yeah. We only have speculation. Mm-hmm. We only have, you know, sample size and estimates. <sighs> okay. Last thing. This is a long episode now, but talk to me about Team KP, Team RP. It's kind of an idea that's been floated around here. Where are you standing on that function right now? So this is an idea that essentially would mean that you could lift up your team faster. Mm-hmm. It would incentivize people to play more together yeah. if they were gaining all their points together, kills and placement. Mm-hmm. Um, Rewards different play solution. styles as yeah. well, potentially. Mm-hmm. Could be a solution. Um, you know, it, the, the downside is it could also, you know, contribute to more people being able to get carried yes, in totally. range because somebody could pop up with six kills and somebody could have zero and then the team KP is, mm-hmm. you know, six for everybody. But if it was tuned appropriately, maybe... This is a way that you could introduce a system that was less focused on kills um, and, you know, a, a revert to yeah. placement, like I've been saying. But maybe this is an avenue that you could do it where people still feel like, oh, I'm gaining mm-hmm. because the numbers would be higher. Yeah. You know, you could you'd have, you know, 20 team kills in some games. Um, so you'd really have to re- rebalance the entire KP yeah. structure. Mm-hmm. But maybe this is a way that you could keep players engaged, make them play more together, and balance out skill buckets. Yeah. It's a possibility. I think it's a possibility. I'd be so interested to see it in action, and I'd be really interested to, you know, hear an explanation on why or why not, because I love the idea of getting people to play more together in what is an incredibly team-based game. Um it's interesting. I feel like I want to try and toe a line with these and be like, hey, how about we do demotion, but you have to lose twice or three times to get demoted? Or how about we do team KP, but only half your KP can be team KP? But then that just creates a really complicated system. And yeah. can you even go about creating a really complicated system that's visible, which is what Apex already is, is a visible system. So there's no changing that essentially at this point in time. Um, yeah. So I'm, yeah, it, it's interesting uh, for sure. I'd be not, I'm not incredibly opposed to the idea, but I won't say it's the solution. On the upside, looking into season 13, yep. um, we had two major content creators uh, in the past. Sweet, sweet dreams yep. uh, has kind of led this uh, hashtag save apex ranked tech 
you know, shout them out on Twitter and say, now is the time for another hashtag save Apex ranked movement. And Josh Medina, a developer, said in response, we better get a hashtag coming season 13 that says hashtag thanks respawn for saving Apex ranked. Oh, Josh. Oh, Josh. <laughs> the upside here being maybe there's a huge improvement coming and mm-hmm. everybody's going to be happy. The downside is we're probably having three seasons in a row where there are massive changes to ranked. And that is not good. Yeah. You know, if something's broken, we have to fix it. But it's hard to, you know, like rocking the boat yeah. in any direction mm-hmm. with that much frequency. It, it makes it really hard to establish what's the value yeah. of getting Predator? What's the value of getting Platinum? It, it becomes hard when for almost a year you've rubber banded. Mm-hmm. Things. So we'll see what happens next season. Yeah. I mean, hey, the bright side is, though, at least you know where to come, the third party podcast for a full breakdown on ranked when the changes do come in. So we hope to see you back here. Hashtag bring back elite Q. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag ranked duos, which that's a whole nother argument mm-hmm. question we could talk about another day. Um, but yeah, I think that's a deep dive. This was longest episode we've done in a long time so hopefully you guys got some value out of it and enjoyed um we went a little off script at times too spitballing ideas so i think that was a, a ton of fun any other closing thoughts essentially no that's a wrap that's a wrap thank you to our producer the third party tenor sports is over on patreon hit the plus on apple follow on spotify and check out the discord via the link in the description thanks so much for listening to the third party podcast we'll catch you next time guys hey now, peace another squad coming in Whole squad down. Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>